So SEO is search engine optimization. You buy a car, right? You know that you need gas in it, but SEO is kind of like the gas, but if you never put gas in it, then you're not going to get where you're going. But people really don't put any gas in their websites and then they just sit there. So they build these beautiful websites and have all, you know, it's all like beautiful pictures and flashy and all that stuff. But if it takes too long to load or, you know, if I've seen websites take as long as like 28 seconds to load and nobody's staying around for that. So it's really important to optimize your website. In this world that's filled with so much noise and information, how do we really stand out and be who we were really meant to be? In this podcast, we focus on injecting you with positivity, optimism, and strategies all centered around helping you be who you were always meant to be in business and life. Be inspired to show up in your own skin to learn strategies, habits, and skills from others as we share our own life journeys and stories. There's no other you, and you know yourself better than anyone else. So be prepared to take away habitual tidbits, tactics that will encourage you to pursue and live your life, not the one others want you to live. Welcome to Stand Out Be You, where you don't have to be perfect, you just have to be you. Welcome back. I'm Tequila Daughter, your host of Stand Out Be You. You are listening to another episode where I bring to you the stories of solopreneurs and small business owners. I'm super jazzed to be with you here today with another solopreneur. And as you know, Stand Up Be You is about capturing the story of you. And I have here with us today, Amanda Tinto. Amanda helps moms who own businesses get seen on Google by providing them with organic marketing services. She's a mom, wife, and business owner who understands what it takes to run a business as a woman. So if you are looking to land on the front page of Google and grow your business, you're going to want to take a listen to our conversation today. What I loved about this episode is how Amanda is employing teams of moms from around the globe and allowing them the opportunity to help other moms all over the world. Before we take a listen, have you joined the Standout BU community where all the Standout BU guests are collaborating and helping each other in business and life? I'm in there too. Go to tequiladaughter.com forward slash community to join us. Okay, Amanda, welcome to Standout BU. Tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Thank you, Tequila. I am very excited to be here, so thank you for having me. I am a mom of three, and I live in Lacey, Washington with my husband and three daughters. So we have a almost nine-year-old, an almost seven-year-old, and an almost two-year-old. So I'm keeping busy with that. And then I own a digital marketing agency called The Determined Mom, and we offer all kinds of different things. SEO is the biggest thing that we offer, our main focus. And I just love what I do and I love to help moms. My business is actually geared towards moms. So basically any mom business owner, mom CEO can come to us for help with a myriad of different marketing needs, especially ads and all the different things. So we love serving moms and we actually also love employing moms. You know, my VA is a mom. She works from home. She lives in Georgia. My SEO is a mom. She lives here also in Washington state, but on the other side of the state. 
I also have uh, a marketing intern right now and she lives in Kenya. She's doing an amazing job. So I just love trying to empower and help moms to also stay at home and work around their children's schedule and with their kids at foot. I love what you're doing out here, Amanda. And I love the name, The Determined Mom. How did you go about coming up with that name? As I told you, I have three daughters. And with the first daughter, I actually owned my own business. And I was one of those paint it yourself pottery studios. So basically, I was able to have her there all the time. But I was working all the time. Like there was never a day off. It was 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I was always on because the studio was open until like nine o'clock at night, like six days out of the week. And then I was just literally always on. And so I just basically wore her on me and just did everything. I like loaded the kiln. I did all the pottery while I was wearing my daughter. So it was great that I was able to be with her, but I didn't have the actual connection time to sit down and like, let's sing a song together. or Let's, you know, do this together or anything like that. I didn't have that because she was on me and I was helping people and, you know, that kind of thing. So then with my second daughter, I worked at a ministry. I was an operations manager at a ministry and it was a pretty big ministry. They had about five different food banks and different locations and they helped people with assistance. And I absolutely loved it. However, I had six weeks of maternity leave So with my second daughter, I basically had to go, you know, right back to work and I didn't get that time with her either. So with my third daughter, I was actually managing a credit union when I found out I was pregnant and I knew basically that if I was pregnant again and I was going to have another baby, I could not miss that time because I'm pushing 40 and having another baby, it's probably not going to be in the cards and all that good stuff. So I just knew that I had to stay home with her. Like I had to figure it out. I couldn't go back to work. I almost refused in my head. (laughs) So I was like, I am determined. So I actually started researching, like, how can I make money from home? And then I saw, I started um, a blog and researching, like, how do you monetize a blog and all this stuff. And I ended up creating a blog called The Determined Mom. It's still there. Some of my blog posts are still out there and I still get tons of hits on them on Pinterest, which is still funny. But that's basically how it came about, just my determination not to go back to work. How cool. And it's perfect, a determined mom. And you're determined to actually spend time with your kids, which is what most moms want. And you know Mm -hmm. what I found interesting in your story there, Amanda, is that you had your own business before which is what everyone thinks. If I get my own business, I'll be able to live the lifestyle that I want to have. But there's a lot that goes into having the business. Mm -hmm. So that's what we talked about when I was on Amanda's podcast, those that are listening, she has a podcast that's out there. And that was what I was talking about is that time richness is like what kind of lifestyle that you want in order to actually be time rich. And it sounds like you found that now in the agency that you have, which is absolutely amazing because you're giving that same type of gift of lifestyle back to other moms that are employed within your organization. Yeah. And that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, when you decided to start this agency, because you have the entrepreneur-like spirit, we know that, Mm -hmm. but you started to do this agency, what did you do differently in order to have that lifestyle, in order to make sure that you do have that time with your kids? What did you employ inside of your business to make that happen? 
I think I just time block and make sure that, you know, I try to get things done. I'm not great at it because I do like spill over like right now, you know, or it's 6.30 in the evening, but I try to really time block. And during the weekend, I try really hard unless I'm working on like a big project with a deadline. I try really hard not to work on the weekends. And then I try to kind of cut it off as soon as my kids get home from school. I'm not always good at that, but I try really hard. <laughs> You're human, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, just one last tweak to this website. Just one last report on this SEO. Like, yeah. But for overall, what I'm hearing is, is the business boundaries is basically mm-hmm. setting that. And I think that's one of the things that we have a hard time with. I think as moms, when we do have the business, a little bit of that guilt comes in, especially if we didn't have kids before and we were like the corporate, like I was in corporate and I'm, and you had your own business. I don't know if that was for the kids too. I think you mentioned that mm-hmm. we didn't have that guilt that you have when you become a mom. So that setting those business boundaries, I think helps to alleviate that. Would you agree? Yeah. I almost feel like I was more selfish with my time before I had kids. Is that normal? I would be like, look, I am off work. I am not going to answer that question. It's true. Yeah. But I don't know if we can even have boundaries. Can we have mom boundaries? (laughs) Can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) Yeah, I think we should. I think we totally should. I know we can have the business boundaries, but now that you just brought that up, I'm like, do we have the mom boundaries? Because like when a kid, when they're bickering or something happens, (laughs) the two of them together, it's like, how do I turn that off? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't think there is a way to turn that off. I wish there was like a mute button or something just to yeah. like freeze them. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but we but, can, as you mentioned, create that time blocking and mm-hmm. have those business boundaries. And like, for example, on Sundays, I'm like, okay, no screen day. And we make that our family day. And that's the time where, you know, we're together, so forth and so on. Unless we always say to each other, we can ask for permission to be exited from the family situation if we need to do something on a screen or something. But we kind of bring that awareness to, hey, we're doing family time right now and we've blocked this time off. Yeah. So tell me what's been um, one of the hardest parts for you with getting the business going and started because you're full on agency and you actually have hired team members. What's been the hardest part of it? So the interesting thing is I didn't actually start with this business. This is like the third kind of thing that I've done. Actually, technically the fourth thing that I've done since I've been at home. So I started that blog back in 2017 and then I was a licensed insurance agent at the credit union. So I was licensed in auto insurance and home insurance and renter's insurance. So I found a job online that was health and life insurance. So I decided that I would get my licenses in health and life insurance and just work from home. And it sounded really good when they said, you know, this is what you're going to (laughs) do. And then it actually started. So it was during open enrollment in 2017. And It was horrendous. I'm on the West Coast. So basically I would wake up and be at my desk at 5 a.m. And I would work until probably about 8 p.m. because of the time difference. So they would expect you to be ready for like the morning meetings at 8 a.m. on the East Coast. And then you'd still have to get in your hours. But I had my daughter. She was an infant then. And I would have to get in so many hours of being online. and, And it was sales talking to people, trying to sell them this particular package or that particular package. And I did not like it at all. I didn't like what I was doing. Not only that, I didn't like the hours, you know, I was basically like the baby was just on my lap all the time. And that's not what I pictured in my head when I wanted to stay home with her. So yeah. <laughs> at all. 
(laughs) So then I was like, okay, as open enrollment was wrapping up, I was like on the other screen, on my other screen, I was like Googling, like, what else can I do? So I started like, I have so many skills in management and business organization. And I mean, I kept all these businesses going. And so I decided to open a virtual assistant business. And that's really how I kind of got started in all of it. I've been doing marketing for probably the past 13 years as well, because that's a big part of business management, especially when you own your own business. And I've been doing social media since then. I've been doing website content and all of that stuff. I've just been doing it for so long that I didn't even think of it as skills necessarily that I have. I just thought like, that's just what I do. You know, it's almost like brushing your teeth at some point. So I didn't actually think of it like that. And then I, one of my first virtual assistant clients, and I actually still work for him, he owns a marketing company. And so he started paying for me to do SEO classes and he started paying for me to do all these different trainings and things, which I feel like is, was a huge blessing. And he's just an amazing guy. I just learned so much. I started really diving into it in my spare time as well. And I started diving into using the different themes for WordPress. I had been building WordPress sites for a while, but I really started just kind of kind of going way deeper. And I realized that this is the part that I really like. I don't like cleaning up people's emails and I don't like, um, you know, all those little like admin things that you do as a VA. I didn't like that stuff. I didn't like any of that proofreading like word documents and whatever, you know, not my thing. So that's when I really decided to shift more to the agency and away from the virtual assistant. So I love that journey that you told us about. Number one, I'm always saying this is you already have it inside of you. The skills are already there. You just have to sit back, take a moment and just rewind and think about all the things that you can do. We don't sometimes take the time to just write it out and just say how good we really are. So, you know, write down those skills and then see which ones you like. And then there's sure as heck some that we don't like, but whichever ones you like, then try to like really improve those skills. And you were able to do that through the marketing and then you connected with someone, a collaboration, and then you were able to basically improve that skill and then see through all the other things that you didn't like in the VA world, which there's a lot of things that you can do as a VA, you're able to say, you know what, this is the part that I really like. But there's a journey, which I like to have individuals see, there's a journey in your business. And it's in all business, whether it's online or offline, there's a journey that you have to take yourself through in order to get to where you are right now. And let's talk about that, the SEO, because that's your world. That's your wheelhouse. That's where you are. (laughs) What is SEO? Like, let's do that acronym first, because people are like, what the heck is SEO? Even if they're online, some people still don't know what SEO is. So tell us more about that. So SEO is search engine optimization. I mean, a search engine is basically like Google, Yahoo, Bing. All of those are the main search engines. If you remember Dogpile from like the 90s. Um. Oh my gosh, yes. Now you're telling our age, Amanda. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but, you know, those are all search engines. And what search engine optimization is, you're just optimizing your website. So then that way those search engines pick up your website and deliver it closer to the top of the results. That's the easiest way to put it. Yeah. And, you know, I was speaking the other day inside of the community and I said... I remember when the internet first started 
And I remember there was nothing on the internet. And so I was part of the articles, writing articles, which back then we called them article forms, which they were just wanting everyday individuals to write up their thoughts and write up on different topics. And they paid us for it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, this new internet thing I love. But it was them gathering information for us to fill the internet. I was just telling my kids about this. I said, you know, the internet used to be empty. Like what? I said, now it's so filled with so much information all of this you can find anything but back when it first started you could not because we were helping to fill the internet with this information which brings me back to the seo the search engine optimization it's a lot harder today would you say to be found and to do this which is why it's very important to actually have that as part of your strategy right so it's a lot harder than what it was back in the day is what i'm getting at Oh yeah, definitely. The other issue is that their Google and Yahoo and all of the search engines are evolving and they literally do updates and changes to the algorithm more than daily. So every day there's several updates and several tweaks to every algorithm and everything on the internet because they're trying to improve, they're trying to kind of shift their business model and because they control all of those things, it's just a constant fluid yeah. thing and it's definitely not easy. But it's definitely necessary. I was talking to someone about this this morning, and it's almost like when you buy anything, really, like you buy um, you buy a car, right? You know that you need gas in it, but like the SEO is kind of like the gas, but if you never put gas in it, then you're not going to get where you're going. But people really don't put any gas in their websites, and then they just sit there. So they build these beautiful websites and have all, you know, it's all like beautiful pictures and flashy and all that stuff. But if it takes too long to load or, you know, if I've seen websites take as long as like 28 seconds to load and nobody's staying around for that. So there's just so many factors that go into it, but it's really important to optimize your website, like really important. Yeah. And just recently, and correct me if I'm wrong, Google just changed it too, where they're focusing more so on mobile. If your mobile doesn't load up in three seconds, I think it was, am I correct? You're out. Yeah. <laughs> I said three seconds. Oh, holy majoli. You got to like do a lot there, right? Yeah. There's just so much involved in it. And the other thing that still shocks me is the HTTPS secure, <laughs> secure wow. websites. There yes. are still so many people out there that don't have their website secure. Google is not going to rank you. Yeah. If you have that done. Like that's been a few years now that particular rule has been in place. And if you don't have that in place right now, you better go get it. You better go get it. And speaking yeah. of that, I think mine just ran out. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was on something. I said, Oh, why is it saying that? And just so individuals who are listening, you can tell if it's not secure if you're on Google Chrome. That's mm -hmm. how I look at it. And then in that top left-hand corner, it'll show your website. Once you key it in, um, it'll say secure or not secure in mm -hmm. that top left corner. Yeah. And so what Google does is a lot of times if someone's visiting your website for the first time, they'll actually put a big disclaimer on, and you've probably encountered this, and it says yeah. stop this website is not secure. Are you sure you want to proceed? And then you have to like dig through the, the words and then find the little link at the bottom that says, I can't remember what it says, but it says something that is not like, yes, yeah. it's super unobvious. And then you, <laughs> you have to click. And it's that. super scary. It's super it scary. Is. You're like, Oh, close this off of my browser really fast. Yeah. <laughs> or put a virus or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's one of the things that I'm still encountering. And I, I uh, want to, do a little PSA about that, but 
Yeah, yeah. Let's talk with those individuals who have like an in a uh, website that they've built because we know now everybody can do a website. <laughs> so crazy. Like when I first started, it's like you had to do HTML coding, the whole nine, and now everybody can do a website. But let's talk about that that the SEO, dig a little deeper. What would be three easy steps that you would tell the listener today about? what they can do. I mean, I think one right now, you just said, talked about the HTTPS, but mm-hmm. what is a couple more that you would recommend? Definitely making sure that your, your page speed, like your site loads in under, technically under two seconds is the best time, but the quicker you can get that to load, the better. You can just Google like speed test, website speed test, and plug your URL in whatever, you know, one comes up and check it. It's super easy super quick. It'll take you probably about two minutes to check and see where you can make improvements. Almost everyone can make improvements on their image sizes. So making sure that you scale your images. There's something, an app that I absolutely love. It's called squoosh.app. S-Q-U-O-O-S-H dot A-P-P. And I absolutely love it. Yeah, and I'll link all of this in the show notes if you're in your car or you're running or whatever you may be doing. We are in your ear and we will post it in the show notes so that you can get to it later. Thanks for sharing those couple of things. But if you are still lost about this whole entire SEO world, Amanda is actually launching now here soon something that's very needed, I think, and it's really cool. And she's doing it as a membership for individuals. Do you want us to tell us a little bit more about that, Amanda? Yeah, definitely. So something that I've encountered in working with moms and even not even just moms, but before I kind of narrowed my niche down to helping moms, I realized that there's a lot that goes into marketing. And if someone does have a marketing budget, they're not necessarily going to be marketing budgeting for SEO. SEO is generally kind of expensive. Um, It can be a typical campaign in my agency can run between, I would say like a thousand to 2000 a month. So if you have someone that knows that they need this done, first of all, they come and they talk to us and, you know, we know that they need it done but then they have that roadblock of the budget. I didn't want to not help them. You know, I want to help as many moms and as many people as I can. So I was like, how can I help them? And the only way that I could figure out that I could help them is to actually teach them what we do behind the scenes and just walk them through step-by-step everything that needs to be done in the sequence that it needs to be done. And that's what we're doing. So with onlinemarketingformoms.com, which is the website, it is a membership site and you will basically learn SEO from auditing your own website. You're going to learn how to run your speed tests, what you're looking for, how to fix those errors, basically all of that technical stuff. You're going to learn how to do the keyword research. You're going to learn mobile optimization. You're going to learn everything that there is that we do inside of our agency. I'm so excited about that because it is. SEO is very, very expensive. And, you know, and I've done it through my agency and everything too, but I say this is not really my favorite part. So that's why I'm so excited to be connected here with Amanda today. But I think it's brilliant to have this membership for individuals who can't. I mean, especially if you are just starting out in your business, it is a lot of money to put out in order to have that SEO going. So I will link all that information again in the show notes, but congratulations on this new program that you're offering out to individuals into your community. 
Thank you. I'm super excited. And we're probably about two weeks out from launching and I cannot wait. So yeah, yeah. Us too. Us too. Okay. So Amanda, this next part of the show, we're going to go into what I call personality questions. So we're going to put a little bit more out of you and get to know you more. So the first one is tell us the furthest city that you've traveled to from your birthplace. Probably Hawaii because I was born in Pennsylvania. So that would definitely be like the furthest. Did you enjoy Hawaii when you were there? Oh, it was amazing. I lived there for the summer with my sister. I was a teenager, so I'm not sure exactly when that was. Let's not talk about it. But yeah, (laughs) it was a while ago and it was beautiful. I loved it. It was like 75 every day with like a sprinkle here and there. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a lot like here on Guam. So this next one is going to be fun. If you could be any animal in the world. What animal would you be and why? Ooh, I think I'll be a cat. Really? Oh, they just know everything. I don't know. And they can read people really well. And they just have their own agenda, though, which I kind of like at the same time. They just do their own thing. So You never know their agenda. That's the thing. Exactly. The but thing they do. Cats. They do, exactly. And then you end up in a scratch fest or something <laughs> by accident. And they even know you did anything. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter loves cats, so that's why we're always back and forth. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't know what they're thinking, which is what you just said. You validated me just now. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So let's go on to the next one, and let's talk about your youth. If you could go back and speak to your 10-year-old self about life, what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself that I am much better at things than I think I am. Uh, I probably didn't think that I was good at anything, and I had no ambition or direction or anything like that. I know I love to read and I think I would also tell myself to figure out what I like to do from the beginning and not listen to everybody else. Oh, so good. So good. And then the last one is your name. What is the story behind your name? My first name is Amanda and it's pretty boring. My mom named me Amanda. My sister's Jennifer there were probably like 20 other Amandas in my school. So it was the 80s and that's just what people did. They just kind of picked the name out of the book. Your mom got it right, thank goodness. But (laughs) yeah. No, I didn't think that she had it right for a very, very long time. Not until social media. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Now I'm getting a ton of more songs with my name in it now too. So it's quite popular now. But for yeah. a long time, I was like, what did you do to me, mom? Why are you giving me this name? <laughs> yeah, my mom got it right. So our children have very unusual names because of that. But yeah, it's really boring. And then my last name is Tento. And that is my husband's last name. And he is from West Africa. So it's a tribal name, believe it or not. I have an African tribal name. <laughs> ah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like it. It's like Tento. It's because it's got the ten. But it's mm-hmm. ten toe, not ten two. Ten toe. Yeah, ten toe. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, Amanda, this last part. Any parting words that you have for the audience? This individual who's out here and they're just trying to figure it out. They're trying to be like where you are right now. What type of advice or parting words would you give to them? I would say just stay focused. Try not to get distracted by the many things that you see, especially on social media. Don't look at other people and compare yourself because you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And just stay consistent and stay focused and stay true to your message and speak directly to your audience. 
So. There you have it from Amanda herself, the determined mom. <laughs> Amanda, it's been such a pleasure to have you here on the show with us today. And we're excited for what's to come. And we will definitely keep our eyes on you of what's next in your business. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, everyone, remember to stand out, be you, and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be you. Until next time, chat soon. Are you working on building your online presence and slowly or quickly realizing you haven't made progress other than creating a huge to-do list? Don't stress if you find yourself in this situation. Marketing yourself is all about creating instant recognition in the minds of your target audience. There are a number of steps to building and growing a successful brand. As a solo entrepreneur, there will be a lot to do And if not done right, all of your marketing will fall flat. And we don't want that, right? It's why I created the Marketing Yourself 101 Guide to help you market yourself as a pro and expert, to show you how it all starts with you and the way that you look online. Every other piece of marketing flows back to your online presence. So if this piece is missing, then your message and marketing will totally be off. In this guide, we talk about building an online presence that is memorable and turns your prospects into customers. You can download the guide at tequiladoddard.com forward slash marketing you guide.